Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with your world. And um, uh, today is really odd because I had originally recorded um, about 25 minutes of a very serious offload. And for some reason, I I lost it. I had no idea what happened to it. I thought it was saved 25 minutes and it just went off. Anyways, but I still have to record in any case. So I'm just going to try and see if I still have anything left in me to share. But really what I was talking about was, you know, the Great Commission and my reflection about the fact that it seems like we don't have as much of a sense of purpose as we should have as Christians that, you know, it's going to be very difficult for me to reproduce everything that I said. I feel so bad. I don't know what happened. It made me um, lose that. But here we are in any case. Um, I just reflected. I mean, I had a conversation with a friend yesterday, a very long conversation. We talked about politics. We talked about spiritual things, even though she's not a believer, but, you know, she's someone that I have great respect for in terms of her values, her principles, service to humanity, that kind of thing. And um, I also had a conversation with another friend this morning who is a Christian and is a believer. And we have, like, you know, we have very similar values in terms of what we think Christians should be, you know, and our role in the world and all that. And it, it was for me, I don't know, like my entire journey on this podcast has been about me trying to find, make sense of my call and find my way back to Jesus and to the word of God because it became very clear to me some years ago after I went through certain things that I wasn't as grounded in his word as I thought I was. But unbeknown to him, me, it's like, I think we have been distracted from the essence of what Christianity is. And, oh my goodness, in my last, in the last recording, the recording that I lost, I talked a lot about, I mean, anyway, let me just try and go through it. So, in Matthew 28, so Jesus came on the earth and he had a, 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 a purpose for his coming. And his purpose was for him to talk to us, you know, to reconcile the world back to Christ. And for some reason... God did not make a final end when Jesus came. I, I still wonder why he did that. But I guess I guess God was more concerned about having Jesus come to create a way for people to willingly choose him. And he wanted that way to be open to all the people on the earth. And then once enough people come in through that way, then Jesus comes and wraps up the entire age and says, okay, now I'm bringing everything to a close. Let's see what we have. So we're in that net catching period where we're supposed to be fishing for the souls of men through preaching the gospel by teaching them everything that Jesus has taught and persuading them, bringing them to a place of conviction to, um, to receive Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the, the um, book of Mark chapter 16 verse 15 shows this very clearly where Jesus says, um, and he said to them after his resurrection, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And then in Matthew, the gospel of Matthew chapter 28 verse 18, we see Jesus say, all authority in heaven and on earth is given unto me. 
Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey all that I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So in this, particularly in Matthew chapter 28, Jesus talks about many things here. He first says, all authority in heaven and on earth is given unto me. So I have the power of the heavens in my hand. And he says, go in that authority. And what should you use that authority and that power to do? Go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then teach them to obey everything that he, Jesus, has commanded us, the church. And remember that I, Jesus, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So he talks about what everyone should do. So um, I just feel that I... And actually, I think I have emptied myself out because everything I wanted to say, I had said it in the last recording, which just got, um, you know, I lost it. So I have no idea what to say anymore. But um, all I would, all I think, I just realized that I think there is so much more that we can do and we should be doing in terms of really, really being what Jesus wanted us to be, which is people who are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I really focus towards making sure that we make disciples of all nations and we're not so much entangled with the affairs of this life and how we're going to eat and what we're going to drink and just focus on our just playing church. I think what we're doing right now is churchianity and it's very sad and because the enemies of the kingdom, they are actively working towards, you know, propagating their evil upon the earth and it's getting going to get to a point when Christians will really have no space anymore. And that in itself is not a quote a bad thing because I think when eventually the church will, will get our act together and people who are sincere believers, in fact I, I look forward to the day when it will be clear the people who are serving God and those who are not and people who really want to serve God, who really want to know God. Because right now I think we there's so many that we, we are so mixed that it's it's not easy to tell anymore who the true believers are. And I think that's really a problem because we are all we have these gatherings that claim to be gatherings in the name of Jesus, but they are gatherings towards a particular man or a particular building. You know, they're not gatherings for the sake of Christ. And how you know is that when I, I get worried when Christians are not concerned about persecution of other Christians or persecutions on the basis of faith, I, I really get worried because it, then it tells me that. You are not, you know, because what should unite us is Christ. Jesus said this. He said, if you love one another, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples. How can you be a Christian and you are not concerned about the fate of other Christians in other parts of the world? There's something going on. It's a very, very bizarre thing to me. I'm not even so, at this point, I'm not even so much worried about the evil and the wickedness in the world. I'm concerned about the complete lack of concern and compassion Going, you know, in, in faith circles, how is it that we're able to turn our minds off so unconcerned about what's going on? The only thing that moves us is anything that concerns us ourselves, our gatherings. So long as we are okay, our gatherings are okay, the you know, leaders of our gatherings are fine, we're okay, we don't really care about what's happening around us. 
that is not Christianity. I've never seen it anywhere. God, Jesus was not like that. John the Baptist was concerned with what was going on in his community. He was concerned what, what was happening in the lives of the people that followed him, his disciples. Jesus was extremely concerned about what was going on in the lives of the disciples and all the people that followed him. In fact, when he had um, multitudes gathered around him, he, 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 was, he provided bread for them because he was very much concerned. He preached about the kingdom. Before he left, he prayed for the disciples. He prayed for them. He prayed for Peter that he will not depart, you know, that uh, Satan will not be able to sift him like wheat. He prayed earnestly for all them that followed him as well as those that would believe upon the words that they would preach for them. And he said to them, love one another. By this shall all men know that you love me. He also said, love your neighbor. So Christians are supposed to be concerned. You, you cannot be in a society. The society is going to rot. You are not concerned. You don't care. All you just care about is so long as you can open your churches on Sunday, you can do what you want, have your prayers, take your tithes and offerings. You are, you, you are fine. I, for me, what is even bizarre is how do you think you will be fine in the midst of chaos? How do you think that that chaos will not eventually touch you? History has shown that the only way that Christianity advances is through evangelism. There is no other way. It's not by trying to build it's not by building temples it's not like it's not by getting filling our churches with pews it's not by taking large offerings it's not by buying land that's not how christianity advances which makes me which is why i know that what a lot of us are doing is not christianity it's churchianity something completely different it's temple worship it's idolatry it's not christian it's not christianity because christianity the advancement of christianity is in the gospel and we should always be interested with the advancement of Christianity because that was what Jesus was interested in. The only reason why Jesus did not stay with the disciples after he resurrected was because he knew that if he stayed, he would be limited to staying in only one physical location and that the spread of the gospel will not go universally. He wanted to unleash the disciples to really spread across the nation. That gospel needed to go so he needed to be away so that the Holy Spirit can then come. So when people preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, they receive Christ. They also receive the power of the highest, which is the Holy Spirit. And then that Holy Spirit in them can become the witness. So that by the time everybody is witnessing Christ, the power of little drops of water, people's lives are changed. But what has happened to us rather is that we have all been then gathered. So people have then gathered Christians into bodies of whatever. And then those Christians are now focused on their own lives to the exclusion of the gospel. Evangelism is something that you do when there are special programs. That has nothing to do with Christianity. Christians are supposed to become Jesus' witnesses. Immediately they have... Christianity is receiving the testimony of Christ. Witness is like a train the trainer. So, um, I'm going to leave it at that because I think, um, to be honest, yeah, like I said, I my flow of thought has been disturbed and I've emptied out myself because I was really feeling so heavy this morning but the first recording has emptied it out it's a real pity that I lost that but I know I'll still come back to this probably tomorrow at another time when I think I can gather my thoughts a bit better and God is spoken and we've marinated on these thoughts but what I don't want to be is I'm, I don't want to practice churchianity I'm done with that and I think the conversation that I had last year I mean last yesterday um, last night and this morning has helped me come to that firm knowledge and say 
you know what the days are evil the darkness is covering the land um the church seems rudderless in my view honestly we really look we look rudderless we look like we don't we, we we don't have a sense of purpose we don't have an understanding of the time some people do actually so let me not make a blanket statement because even within nigeria we see some leaders i think the northern church northern nigeria church tends to be more seems to be more focused in terms of what they have an understanding of the times i i see i think i see that the southern nigeria church seems and not in all segments but the charismatic church in southern nigeria seems completely i don't know they don't even it's like they're just focused on they, they have their own insular view it's just what their own they're, they're, they're focused on their own needs and their own you know agenda they're not kingdom agenda is completely out of it the kingdom of, and the kingdom of, so it's about building it's about their churches about their own people it's about their purse it's about it's about their buildings it's about their congregation it's about their finances that's really what they're concerned about and that has nothing to do with the great commission the mandate that jesus gave us was to disciple all nations baptize baptize them in the name of the father and of the son of the holy spirit he he wasn't telling you build buildings he wasn't telling you fill your congregations with pews you know he wasn't telling you to you know make your church rich and fat he said disciple all the nations but you can do all of that and still not disciple the nations which is what we have found so you have people, for instance, some of our churches in Nigeria who will steal things and they come to church to give thanksgiving. The ethics is all just messed up. And how you would know is because when you when you when we 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 depart from the gospel and we do we depart from making Christ at the center of what we do, what then happens is that we are we look like Christians. We call ourselves Christians, but we do not look like Christians, we lack the power. It's just like what Jesus described when he says, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. We are unable to access the power of Christianity. And people can see it. There was a time in Nigeria when people of different faiths were coming and converting willfully to Christianity. That was when they saw the power. When the power of Christianity was there, not just in terms of supernatural power, but just a power, a glory. Then when we started turning to money and other things, that glory departed and left us. But we didn't know, like Samuel, who didn't know when the power had left him. Samson, sorry. He didn't know that the power had left him. We, too, we didn't know that the power had left. But at the point in time when we started seeing Christians converted to other faiths, that's when I knew that there was a problem. Because on a good day, I'm sorry to say, if you have, I mean, Christianity's value proposition is incomparable. And I'm speaking as somebody who is living in the world with many faiths. I know what the other faiths can deliver. It's not at all comparable to what the power that is in, the salvation power that is in Christ Jesus. On a spiritual level, on an experiential day-to-day level. So all of a sudden now, we're not, I don't even think, you know, to a very large extent, the church in Nigeria is not winning any new souls. What we're doing is circulating the Christian faiths um, within ourselves, and we're we're assuming that once people we're using birth as a form of evangelism. So people, once you get saved, you have a young congregation. They they get married, they have children, the children. So you are adding to the church by birth rather than salvation. Who does that? Birth is not a a, a, a scriptural form of evangelism. Evangelism. Evangelism is is bringing people who have grown up 
people who have grown <laughs> anyway i have nothing to say i just have nothing to say i can't say more than what i'm saying but jesus was very explicit about what discipling of the nations was explicit about what we every church generation is supposed to do from when he returned back to heaven till he comes to bring the end of the age we are supposed to disciple all nations baptize them in the name of the father of the son teach them to obey everything that he has commanded us to do and we are supposed to ensure that we walk with him always until he returns so jesus will be at the center god the father god the son god the holy spirit at the center of everything the gospel must be at the center because it says go and preach the gospel to every creature so everything that we're doing the gospel has to be at the center the authority of jesus has to be at the center of it the name of the father has to be at the center the name of the son has to be at the center the name of the holy spirit has to be at the center the word of god has to be at the center obedience to the word of god has to be at the center obedience to the commandments of jesus has to be at the center and the presence of jesus has to be at the center that is really not what we are doing i am just right now trying to unlearn a lot of the bad habits that i have learned in christianity for the past like decade i would say and i'm asking god to help me relearn it in fact a part of my journey even on this podcast is reconciling and finding my way back to christ and it's been lovely and wonderful doing so but it's not i'm not there yet i'm definitely not there yet so i'll leave it at this point and um, we'll pick it up again same time tomorrow have a blessed day in jesus name